Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. The first of two double weekly welfare payments will be paid next week. Uh, the government is expected to announce it today. Uh, the autumn double payment will be paid from next Monday, October the 17th. This is earlier than expected. And it was initially thought that the payment would be issued closer to Halloween. Now, the double payment will benefit 1.4 million people, including pensioners, carers. Uh, there will also be a second double payment made again before Christmas. So you'll get two double payments, as well as getting, of course, the Energy 200 euro as well. That's, of course, if you're unemployed or you're in any of those categories. But today, the Social Protection Minister, Heather Humphreys, said the Public Expenditure Minister, Michael McGrath, expects to unveil the full list of bonus payment dates in Budget 2023 worth $1.2 billion. This includes a double child benefit payment, which will be paid on the week beginning November the 1st. Um, I don't think anybody would disagree that people, of course, on lower incomes or those who are unemployed should get as much help as needed during this very difficult financial time. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. Certainly wouldn't be a topic for us to discuss. But defining the word vulnerable or unemployed becomes an issue, as there's still an abuse of the system in Ireland. And I know it seems unfair because people are going to say to me, well, oh, no, I'm working my arse off. I'm paying tax. I'm not getting any double payments. I'm not getting any help. I have to pay me mortgage. I have to pay... You know, there's people out there in Ireland who are unemployed who have more money in their pocket left than I have at the end of the week and I'm working. And I get that. And you're absolutely 100% right. Or what about the people who have oil burners, who don't have gas or electricity? There's nothing in that for them. Nobody has suggested or anything at all to help those people because oil has tripled in price as well for heating. So nobody suggests anything in relation to that. So I understand all the people who are begrudging about it. So, in the UK, only about three weeks ago, and I'm not too sure exactly who it was, it was either Liz Truss or, at the time, the Secretary of State, had turned around and said, or suggested, they may have backtracked on at this stage, that there is more jobs than there are people. And that's the way it is in this country currently at the moment. There are more jobs than there are people. Now, they might not be the best jobs in the world. They may not be the highest paid jobs in the world. But the hospitality sector and the retail sector are crying out for staff at the moment. So... Leaving aside people, of course, who are, you know, on benefits for, for example, if they're disabled or in validity or on a pension, we're not talking about those benefits. We're talking about unemployed, the unemployed, those who are able-bodied and, oh, you're not allowed to say able-bodied anymore. Did you that the Daily Mail last week, Ruth? It's now a banned word. Anyway, those who are able-bodied and those who are capable of working, I mean, should be working because there are jobs there. But some people are just choosing not to work because it's not in their interest, because it's not worth their while, because they lose too many benefits. And they won't get the double payment. But they said in the UK that if you don't take 16 hours of work, this was the suggestion. Again, I don't know whether they backtracked on it again. But if you don't take 16 hours of work, that you will get your payments cut, your welfare payment cut. Now, a lot of people thought this was a horrendous idea, a controversial idea. Why would you, why would you attack the most vulnerable in society? But many of them are vulnerable, but some are not. Some are just taking advantage of a system. So the question I want to ask you today, is it a good idea essentially forcing people to work who are not working, uh, who are capable of working, but are choosing not to work? And don't tell me people don't choose not to work. There are people out there who are choosing not to work because it just isn't in their interest because they lose too many benefits if they do. So let me know what you think. Would it be fair to say to people, okay, there's no problem, we'll give you benefits, but you must work at least 16 hours a week. It's not an awful lot to ask for, is it? 16 hours a week, is only three or two or three hours a day. Or maybe two days a week if you do eight, two eight-hour days. So 
would it be fair or unfair to force people to work and say, but if you don't take 16 hours a week, and I don't care if it's in, you know, a shop or if it's in a restaurant, but if you don't take two hours a week or eight, 16 hours work, hours work a week, we're cutting your welfare. Would that be fair to do that? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Would it be fair to do that, to force people to work who are not willing to work? Let me go to Tony. Tony. His name was Tony. He was a showgirl. Hello, Tony. How are you? <laughs> I'm good by yourself. No, it was Rico. His name was Rico. He was a diamond, wasn't it? I Sorry, I'm venturing uh, off. Go on. Tony, do you believe it's a good idea? Yep, 100%. Okay, but is it not a bit unfair that you're telling people that they have to work? If they're able-bodied, they're able to work, then they should be working and stop sponging. Go to bloody work. Excuse my friend, sorry. Okay, but is there any other excuse for people? Maybe their mental health doesn't allow them to do it at that particular time, or... Well... <laughs> do you buy that? Too many people are crying out mental health and can't work, aren't they? Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. There's too many people jumping on that bandwagon. Um, if, now, if they are mentally unstable, yes. I, I totally agree. They need help, obviously. But in the same same breath, you know, maybe get into work and mix it with other people to bring them out of that as well. Could help them. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, no, experts do say that. Yeah. Wallowing on it, you know, get out and meet people, do a bit of work, take your mind off it. Do you, when, um, when people say to you, you know, that they're not working and there's no jobs. Do you accept that? There's work all over the place. Listen, I was, I was a plasterer all my life. Right? When I come to Ireland, then obviously everyone has their own plaster in the little village where I live. Everyone has their own builder. So I was finding it hard to get work. I did get work. Um, but for a finish, I was getting down sewers. Yeah. And clearing sewers, working for a fella. You know, chasing vermin out. Um, putting traps out for vermin, things like that. Chasing so vermin out of it. sewers, <laughs> Tony. Yeah, yeah. What, like rats? Yeah, yeah. Rats, yeah, yeah. Mm. Is, there, is there many rats down yeah. there? Is, is there? Oh, every step you take up in Dublin, there's probably five rats up. Under the no, somebody told me this before, by the way, about the population of rats oh, in Dublin, and I didn't believe it. Oh, 100% of it, yeah. And where are they? Because we never really see them, so where are they? They're in the sewers. They're all in the sewers. They're in the sewers, yeah, on the river banks. They're everywhere. Okay. I've never, thankfully, yeah, I haven't seen them. Yeah, I've seen a few. I'm sure you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, you, um, won't, you yeah. won't see uh, any what they call affirmative action, by the way, which is where they decide that there has to be gender quotas in the workplace, you know, where you have to employ <laughs> at least a set percentage of women. You won't see that down the sewers. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you never no, see you, you never see them fighting for gender quotas. We want women working in the sewers. <laughs> a woman looked at in the sewer when I was working in one and a rat happened to run by. Run okay. by. Well, I've never seen a woman run so fast in all my life. <laughs> right, Tony, get, getting right, back. Right, yeah. So what do you say to people who think it's not fair? You're kind of pushing people into jobs, you know, and they're generally speaking, they're low-paying jobs, the ones that are available, that you're pushing people into them. Yeah, but then they get a top-up. They get a top up from the government, then, but at least they're trying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no reason for an able-bodied person to be on a dole. And it's the same. I'm, I'm going to bring it up now about these junkies. You know, they, they get all their medication for free. They get rouse paid for free and everything else. 
They spend all their dull money on dope and drugs and Christ whatever. What they should do, offer them rehab. If they refuse rehab, stop their dull money. And sometimes it's not that easy to get off drugs. You know what I mean? I, I understand the point you're making. Well, that's I do. what rehab's there for. Yeah, that's well, what rehab's there for. and maybe there should be more, there should be more rehab, yeah. They refuse to even try it. Stop their dull money. Well, people who are drug addicts or alcoholics uh, who are on welfare payments because of that, because they're incapable of working, they're not considered to be unemployed. They're considered by law to be disabled. Yeah, well, I'm asthmatic and COPD. I should. My doctor told me a long time ago I mm. shouldn't be working. I could not work. Yeah, you need the money. Well, no. I, 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 watching daytime telly, I'd pull my hair out. Yeah, I'd be bored too. Wouldn't be able for it. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Anthony. Anthony, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Anthony? Not too bad, Niall. Welcome back. Oh, thanks very much indeed. You've heard Tony. Uh, yeah, get them out there working. Force them to work if you have to. Um, yeah, I would say I would agree with them in principle. But it's not equitable at the moment because we have thousands of Ukrainian refugees. And I know people are going to call me a racist, but I don't care. I that have come into this country, got a PPS number with no social background check or anything, and are on social welfare and have a medical card and have children's allowance. And there's absolutely nothing about it. So, Well, I would, I would imagine the same rules well, should have to apply. No matter whether you're Ukrainian, whether you're French, whether you're Polish, whether you're African, or if you're on a welfare payment, I would imagine the same. So, so let's not be racist and say the same rules should apply to everybody. Not being racist. No, 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 I know. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm, we're not being racist by saying the same rules should apply to everybody who's on yeah. a payment. We couldn't just walk into another country, war-torn or not. And we don't know that, that that's kind of a bit of a myth as well. I'm not going into conspiracy no. theories uh, now, but stop, it's, stop, 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 stop. No, like, no, okay, no, let's not go down that road. Let's let's no, take no, no, we're talking don't go down that rabbit hole. But okay. if I went to England, if I went to another country, I couldn't automatically walk in and just get a PPS number. No, with well, no that, well, that's check okay. But that's talk. that's because at this moment in time, the EU have special protection for asylum for people from the Ukraine. Yeah, well, you can say then that people here... Yeah, and by the way, I, I'm not disagreeing with you in a sense that what you're saying to me is that it should apply to everybody, and I agree with you. Yes. Okay, so yes. it should apply to everybody. Anybody who is on a welfare payment for unemployment, and I'm not talking about, you know, be it invalidity or disability or pensions or anything like that, um, for unemployment in this country, in a, in a country where there's more jobs than people at, currently at this moment in time, the government of the UK had suggested that they should have to work at least 16 hours a day or they'll get their welfare cut. There so, was a lady the other day, Nile, on the radio, and she said she has a Ukrainian woman living with her with two children. You're a bit she obsessed with the whole Ukrainian thing, but go on. Yeah, go on. Sorry. No, I'm not obsessed with it, but it's just it's relevant to okay. the, the times that we're living in. Yeah. But she had a Ukrainian woman living with her, living with her with two children. And she heard about the double social welfare payment and she heard about the double children's allowance payment. And she said, oh, my God, she said, the Ukrainian woman said, oh, my God, this country is like Disneyland. It's wonderful. (laughs) 
Well, well, it's wonderful not just for her in that sense. It's wonderful for everybody who's entitled to that payment. But but that's beside the point. Again, let's just focus on the actual payments and whether people should be put in a position if you are long-term unemployed whereby you have to take at least 16 hours work or you don't get your payment or it's cut. Do you think that's fair to do that? I don't think so. Because I think, again, you can blame the government because it's actually more beneficial not to work. And whose fault is that? Well, 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 that's the point I'm talking about. You're right. For some people, it is more beneficial not to work because you, you, don't, you lose all your benefits if you work. So, and if you take a job, you know, part-time job. So that's why I'm asking, do you think it's a good idea what the UK have suggested, that you have to work at least, take a 16 hour, at least 16 hours a week before you're entitled to your payments? Mm, uh, no, I wouldn't agree with that, no. Why? I'm, well, then it goes against everything you've just said. You're, you're giving out about five minutes ago about people taking advantage of the system. Now you're saying no. Make up your mind, Anthony. Don't be sitting on both sides of the fence here. Well, I'm not sitting on both sides you of the fence. You are! You're, you're giving out about people taking advantage of a system on one hand, and then you're saying, well, you shouldn't force people to work. Well... Can you really force a person to work? Well, you can. You can. Mm-hmm. At a time, where, as I said to you, where there's more jobs than people, you could easily turn around, as they do in the UK, the system they've set up with the Universal Social Credit where you have to sign in online. You can easily turn around to people and say, prove that you're working 16 hours a week and if you're not, you're getting your welfare cut. Well, I'd love to know as well this myth about, oh, Irish people won't take low-paid jobs and only for people coming from other countries, from Poland and from Eastern Europe and everywhere else. Irish people have become quite Those jobs wouldn't be done. They wouldn't be filled. And yet, then at the same time, you've employers saying, we can't get staff. So where are all these mystery... 73, hang on, 73% of the unemployed in this country are Irish. 73%. Of the unemployed in this. Now, we've only got 5% unemployment in this country, or in and around that, which is the lowest you can probably get, to be honest. So that's what they say is 5% is 0%, because you will always have a percentage of the population who feel, for whatever reason, they're better off not working. Um, 73% of unemployed people in this country are Irish. But, Niall, where's this myth then? What myth? Why, why do we have the hospitality industry saying we can't get workers? Because we have people that own bars, we can't get workers. Because they can't. We're told that all the foreign people that come over here are doing all the low-paid well, jobs. They, well, they are. A lot of them are doing the low-paid jobs, particularly, you know, when you look at people from Eastern Europe come out, came over to Ireland and they took all those jobs. You walk into an average hotel or restaurant, a, a, an awful lot of the workers in hospitality are Eastern European because well, they're doing jobs that Irish people won't take. Well, obviously they're not. I don't know. They obviously are because 73% of the unemployed are Irish. They're not Polish. Let's hand know what the right <laughs> hand is doing. They're not why Ukraines. The so what are you talking about? Why is the hospitality industry then? Hotel owners, bar owners, crying, crying for staff. They can't get staff. They can't because there isn't enough of them. There just isn't enough of them. They can't get staff told me a couple of minutes ago there was all the foreign people were, were, were well, doing, we're doing jobs. the jobs but there isn't enough of them coming over to do those jobs even because they just can't get enough staff Jesus you're going around circles stay there for a second well, stay there for a second Anthony let me go to Paul he's missed the whole point sorry Paul you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio how are you doing Paul Paul here yes Paul how are you keeping Grant um, I just want to tell you just my little input into this I, I was on the 
in social welfare sporadically because I play music and I I went back to to to, to college and and did it carpentry carpentry and I I, I did it after four years. Yeah, reskilled but, yourself. You know, yeah. When I was on the social welfare, I said to people around me and did in, in the pub where I'd be drinking. I think that myself being on the social welfare at the time, I said, I don't think we should be giving this for nothing. We should be doing community work or something to give back instead of sitting there doing nothing. Mm. And I disagree with the guy that you're after talking to there because he's bringing out individual situations. And the Ukrainian people, or anybody that, that has come over here, they take the jobs that that the Irish people don't want, and the Irish people shouldn't be expected to hop. Well, off. obviously they don't. Why? Why are we going down? Why are we going down this rabbit hole of where somebody comes from? What relevance is that to the question I've actually asked? The question I've asked should apply to everybody. I don't care if they're Ukrainian, if they're Polish, if they're African, if they're Irish. It doesn't matter. If they're in this country and you are working or claiming a benefit, the question I've simply asked is, should you have to do a certain amount of hours every week before you can claim a benefit because there's so many jobs out there? I'm saying a big yes to that. You should be doing something. And should That's you just breeze into another country, oh, whenever geez. you feel like I, it, you're, you're obsessed with it, Anthony. You're obsessed. You're in Ireland. What? You're in Ireland, I, you are. Yeah. Just, Anthony, you, stop can it. You, can you breeze into another country? We look after ourselves when we can. And if well, we seem to be looking after the rest of the world a lot better. <laughs> you're a bit obsessed, Anthony. You can bring situations in here. That means nothing for the simple reasons because don't be talking it about it. does because you can't walk into another country and Look just at, claim benefits and get free medical Ireland. care. What we do in Ireland that matters. Yeah, because you and can't go into it. There is no other country. Everybody should be pulling their weight. Yeah, yeah, including the people that are coming. Yes, to yes, Anthony. Everybody should. We're agreeing with you. Everybody should be pulling their weight. So anybody who comes to Ireland or anybody who was born in Ireland or anybody who's working and has a PPS number in this country, the question applies to. It doesn't apply to any individual nationality. I'm asking a general question that based on what they said in the UK three weeks ago or four weeks ago, whatever it was, the UK government suggested that you must work at least 16 hours a week before you don't have your welfare cut because there are more jobs than people. And who came up with that list, Charles? I think it was Sadiq Khan, actually. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it's at Liz the time, Trump, I think it's gone, yeah, yeah. For much longer, anyway. Yeah. Like. I think Lee, Liz Truss reiterated it. I don't think she will be around for much longer, God bless her. No. Yeah, <laughs> she would be a, she, a, an appropriate surname, <laughs> a support for a hernia. All right, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Peter. Peter, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Peter? Hi, Niall. How are you? How you doing, Peter? I mean, is this a good suggestion? Absolutely. Mm. I think it's I think it's amazing. Um Basically, my, my history there is I've always worked. I've worked since about 12 or 13 years of age. Um, this scenario, I'll give you, I won't name names or anything now, but my my brother done very, very well in his Leaving Cert. Um, got over 500 points in his Leaving Cert, near enough to 600. And since the day he left school, he never worked. Um, he's in his 40s now, and he still continues to not work. now. And what's his reason for not working? Uh, it started off, he wasn't able to find a job, which is nonsense, because I was 13 and I was working. Um, then he, the, the jobs were too hard. 
then he couldn't understand computers and just just excuse after excuse, not the usual nonsense. Yeah. If you don't work, you'll find the excuse. But um, now it's a mental health kind of a thing he throws out there, and you know. Well, because he's been out of work so long now, he finds it impossible to deal with the, the to deal with yeah, the job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people they do they find themselves to get into a bit of a rut as well, and that's kind of how it happens. Now, the easiest way to get out of a rut is if you take the money off them and they have no other form of income, you have to do something to get money. Mm-hmm. Now, I find the way Anthony's talking is totally disrespectful and wrong to start yeah. with, which I'll, I'll deal but with Anthony. Yeah, the, the question just applies to everybody, not a particular yeah, nationality. exactly. Or. And I'll, I'll tackle Anthony now in a minute. But <laughs> firstly, um, like I think regarding the actual workplace, even if they did part-time, as you said, um, it would still contribute. You wouldn't mind then contributing towards them. But as it stands, I know a family around the corner from me, and they're actually they're, they're, there's only there's only one of them that works part time. The rest of them are all on the social welfare, and they go on about five holidays a year, and two of them drive Audi cars. It's, it tends to be generational, you know, yeah. and and yeah. everybody knows that. You know, you there are housing estates, for example, around Ireland, Dublin, Cork, Limerick, and Galway. Where you know there's families who generationally have never worked, and yeah. and and they pass on the tips to their children on how to sign up for the housing list as soon as they're 18 years of age. You know, as soon as they're off child benefit, they're on the housing list and they're on some other payment of some some description. Yeah. And, and and basically, the, you know, it's all the tips and tricks. I like I I don't know about you, Peter, but if I was unemployed tomorrow, I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. And I tell you, I got I got injured badly in December. Um, I broke my collarbone, I broke a couple of ribs in a crash and I was out of work and I was sitting at home. Now bear in mind, I broke my ribs, I could barely move and I still was itching on the floor just basically looking to do something. Yeah. You know, I was looking around the house seeing could I paint the walls, could I do something with my bad hand, something to keep myself moving. Right, I've you got, know, to, I've so got two can't... minutes, I've got two minutes before the break. Tackle Anthony quickly there, will you? Right, very good. Regarding the Ukraine issue, right, which is completely off topic, he just made his own topics up. If he wants to have a show... No, it's not. Oh. You know, I think he should make his own show. Up no, because they get social welfare as well and they don't do anything and they get it automatically. Very good. Yeah, very good, well, yeah. Okay. I, excellent. No, I, no, let Peter finish what he wants to say. I, I went over, Anthony, when this all started and I, I was one of the first to put my hand up and take Ukraine family in. I remember you talking but, to us on the air at the time, by the way, Peter. Yeah, and I built a log cabin out the back purpose-built for them. Now, at the, point, at the point when I built it, there was no such thing as a talk of payment for them or anything else regarding us. And there still isn't, and I still don't want it. It's not regarding that. I'm not interested. Now, in the meantime, the woman and her two kids that was living with us, that a, her sister was over in Ukraine. Now, she explained to us that her sister was over in Ukraine with her two kids, and myself and my friend flew over to bring her back. Now, we ended up having to get a camper van to drive across Ukraine to get the sister, to find the sister with the kids and bring them back. Now the two sisters and four kids are now living in this log cabin in the back of our house. Now as it stands, the sister arrived three weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. She arrived three weeks ago and the youngest kid is 15. The youngest kid is in school, the oldest kid is 17. The oldest kid is now working. And the sister is working, and so is the other sister. So out of two adults and four kids, there's two adults and one child is working. The other three are in school. That's so for fine. you to turn around and say... That's that the fine, Ukraine, that's fine. For you to say, Anthony, hold on, sorry, that's I'm not finished my point. 
all right, for you to say that every Ukraine is arriving here regarding and collecting the social welfare and getting a medical card and getting things for free, they're absolutely not. Because I can yes, guarantee they are. They're entitled to the same as anybody else in this country who is, has a PPS number. So there if they're working, they're not entitled to a payment. If they're not working, they're entitled to a payment. That's there the way it is. There is a charity shop here in Cork, and it's only available to Ukrainians. Oh, stop with your anecdotal stories, will you, for God's sake, Anthony? I, look, I've had enough. Peter, thank you very much, Need for coming well, on the air. Just one second there, because, yeah. Anthony, do you own your own home? You do? No, I don't. You don't? You're renting, is it? Yes. Right. So suppose now in the morning... You are getting up to go to mass or whatever you do now that you're you're retired. You sound like you're retired anyway. You were going to mass oh, and you come back. Very much, Jesus. There go, you go. Go on quickly, so last thirty seconds. Go on. So you 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 arrive back and your home and your car and everything gets blown up around you while you're walking back from mass. What do you do then, Anthony? Uh, Ring the Nile Boiling Show. Got to go to a break. Listen, thanks, Peter. Um, the number is 087 Back to the original question. The original question is, the 5% of people who are unemployed, according to the UK government, the way you should deal with this is that you say to people, you get your welfare payment cut unless you work at least 16 hours a week. I don't know if they've backtracked on it or not, but they may have. Liz Truss is backtracking a lot of things she's saying. But in saying that... You know, here in Ireland, in a similar situation where there's more jobs than there actually are people and people are giving out today, saying, oh, there's double payment for everybody on the welfare. Not that you begrudge the double payment, but you're just saying, that, oh, I'm working hard. You know, I'm paying taxes. Why am I getting a few quid here? Uh, Paddy, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How you doing, Paddy? Noel, how you doing there? Why, why do you have to let an ad break ruin a good old Barney, by the way? Uh, you know, I, I, no, I you know what I... I, I, was, I was totally... Im- <laughs> <laughs> I, I was invested in it too, to be honest with you. But I had no choice because if I don't, it meant I have to run them right up to the yeah, top of the break. It was, go- it was going down that proverbial old rabbit hole you continuously talk about, wasn't it? It was. It was lovely. <laughs> I, when that happens, I just sit back and I'm, I'm like an orchestra leader and I just wave my hands. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 you were doing okay. Uh, in, in answer to the question, I'm uh, getting straight to it. Absolutely, I mean... I mean, you know, I, I have this theory about it that, uh, that the majority of people, you know, that there should be there should be a criteria where not just young people but middle-aged people. Sadly, you know, I'm a, I'm 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 a pensioner. Um, ah, you don't and, sound uh, like when you only sound like you're in your forties. Thanks does a it? lot. Uh, I'd, I'd offer you a drink only for I know you don't drink. Okay, <laughs> you miserable git. But anyway, um, no, I firmly believe that that you know most people that are. Uh, in other words, that working age should, young and old alike, should be contributing. And I also include students at that, by the way. We, we have this major uh, thing going on, and it's great to see, uh, not, to, not that I went to a third level education, but it's great to see young students going on and doing it. But I mean, you know, when I was growing up and students, some of my friends were in college and things like that, they all broke their ass working at night time in restaurants and things like that. So I'm just amazed with, uh, with, the, with, with the amount of students that are back at college now, and yet we still need, uh, you know, people working in restaurants and things like that, you know. Do you, think, do you think the young people of today, you know, are kind of a little bit spoiled? Without a doubt, I have a thing here, you know, continuous handouts, you know. Mm. It's going to result in continuous expectations, i.e. if you continuously give handouts to somebody. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you, you don't have to be a genius to work that one out, you know. It's going to, and, you know, life is made a little bit, easy for people and I I, I, I do, you know, I do I, understand the trap people get themselves in Paddy sometimes course, somebody I mean, you know, I mean if you're unemployed and you've got a wife and two kids right yeah. and you're getting X amount of money and you're also getting a HAP scheme and you're also yeah, getting yeah, fuel allowance yeah. and you're also getting whatever yeah. back to school allowances and all sorts of 
And somebody turns around to you and says, I want you to do, you know, a job where you're getting, you know, 11 quid an hour. You know, it's hard to turn around Absolutely. and say yes because no, you're no, losing no, out, you're totally, losing money. Yeah, and not, not only that, if you're being preached to by the guys that, uh, that, that profess to know everything, i.e., I mean, if you look at, and again, I'm not going into that situation, a different conversation, but I mean, if, if you look at, say, uh, the, the government at this stage, I mean, they'll, they'll tell everybody they should be at work. You know, they can throw themselves a grand or two grand a year just at the flick of a switch, and they don't seem to be able to, to, to do a lot about this. I genuinely think that the social welfare has to get a grip on handouts, you know, I mean... Like well, I, I think we need to change the system, and, and the UK system now seems to be a better system. It's called universal I, I social would, credit. I, would totally, I yeah. would totally agree with you. Okay, I mean, stay, stay, well, stay there for a second, Paddy. Let me just yeah, go, go on, to Podrick as well, because now I'm in a real rush today, because now I have to get another break in before the top of the air. Podrick, <laughs> they pay the wages, in fairness to them. Podrick, <laughs> you're in Ireland, it's Nelson Kids Radio. How are you doing, Podrick? Greetings, Niall. Welcome Greetings, Podrick. Welcome back. And all fellow patriots. And all fellow patriots. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Go on. We're thin on the ground. We're thin on the ground. <laughs> Go on, Patrick. Well, listen, Niall. Uh, it begs the question, how in the name of Jesus, you know I'm a stats man, but there's, there's 200, at this juncture where you can get half a dozen jobs in one day if you wanted to, uh, as we know, we all know it's a recruitment crisis. Uh, okay, some of the jobs are low paid, but there is any amount of jobs. We have 200,000 people on job seekers. We have ni- which ninety thousand Nile are on it for five years. Think about that for one second. Now you couldn't make it up. What we should have Nile is uh, uh, I've uh, said this before. We should have go down the Spanish road of the reducing benefits. Well, Ameri- American do that as well. Yeah. Yes, correct, and an American model as well. And they find before people get to the lower level, they suddenly manage to get themselves a job. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, presto, all of a sudden they get a job, yeah, or they immigrate, one or the other. But the point is, the way the system, the, the trouble is, now, the system in Ireland is, we, we, actually, I don't know why anybody's working, it's so good, actually, it's a Rolls Royce, well, for Wonderland we live in, it's so good, Niall, that really every one of us, I don't know why anybody's working in this country at the moment, unless you're on about a, taking home a grand a week, Niall, it, it, it's, it doesn't make sense, financial sense, because there's so many freebies and secondary benefits. It's, it doesn't make sense to work now. Well, it's a sad time when somebody... Well, it depends on who you are and what your criteria and your category is, but it's, it's a sad yeah. time when you're saying that, that it's actually more viable in this country to be unemployed than to be on a low-paying job. Yeah. Because well, somebody has to do the low-paying jobs, because I unfortunately, they're out there. Yeah. A lot of people... Have, it's how you're brought up to now. If you have a work ethic, you, you got it from your parents, and that's just the way it is. Some people are working, as you know, for three, taking home three, four hundred quite good... They're struggling to survive, and as they see people on handouts now get more, and the way you should, what, the way we should do this now, the government won't do. It. What they should, Nile, if you pay nothing, if you're able-bodied, if you pay nothing into the system, Nile, you get nothing out of it. Yeah, but you can't do that either because you can't put people in a situation where they're literally on the street starving. Well, Nile, at the end of the day, if you, I'll, I'll put it another way to you. We have a, a full employment. What you should do now at this juncture, cut them, immediately cut the welfare rates by 50%. 50% Nile and uh, by Jesus. You're, you're, you're talking about unemployment benefits. Certainly, by the way. For young, about, certainly for younger talk, people, he's right. I'm talking about... Well, I, I, well, the one thing I would agree with, if you're under the age of 25, this payment that they pay out under the age of 25, if you've no, now, if you've no dependents, of course, and you're under the age of 25, there is no excuse for you to be unemployed. Sorry, Nile. Correct. 
Niall. Yes, Paddy. Why? Why did we? You know, I just. Why? Why did all of a sudden the buzz of getting a wage packet or a, or a, or a weekly wage? Why, why, why did that? Why did that all of a sudden leave leave people's system? If you understand what I'm saying, mm. why? You know, why does a young? You know, and I'm, I'm not I'm not targeting all young people, and I'm not targeting everybody, but there seems to be. You know. God Almighty, there was nothing like when you got your first wage or you knew there was a few bob in the bank. The and brown envelope that, at the end of the week and yeah, a like bit of cash in us. That chap is bang on, but you can't leave everybody yeah. out. But it, it, sadly, we, we are becoming the welfare state that we shouldn't be because there is employment in it, and it is quite a wealthy country. But, you know, we are becoming that welfare state. Okay. I'm inclined to agree with him. You know, All right. We well, well, listen, sorry, Paddy, for cutting you a bit short. Thank you very much indeed, Patrick, as well. Got to take another break. The number's 87 Should you have to work a certain amount of hours every week? before you have your welfare cut that's in the set in the UK because there's more jobs than people according to them and the same here Babs you're an Ireland's Classic Hits Radio you've got an answer you've got a solution to all this have you Babs? Oh sorry Babs I think now um, coming up to Christmas especially I think all the retailers should contact the social welfare where the dole is being dished out and if they're looking for so many people send them Oh, so the, they should contact the Department of Social Welfare and, and the Department of Social Welfare should give them numbers and names of people in their area? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, okay. Thanks, um, that their money is not reaching where they've been getting. Let them apply for fits like everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. they're not getting enough money. You know, because that's what it's there for. If there's loads of jobs out there, get the Social Welfare to send them out for them. Knock them off altogether. But there's no way about it. There is jobs. There's there's loads of jobs. Yes, knock them now, off, send them for it. Mm. Years ago, Niall, in the social welfare office, I remember um, that they used to have like boards and there'd be loads of jobs on them um, in in the dole office. You know what I mean? And you'll be told to go over and pick one if you're that long on the dole. Yeah, that was when we had. Do you remember manpower? Uh, yeah, manpower. Yeah. And anko. <laughs> yeah, well, I I started out in Anko. I went to Anko because I didn't stay long in school. Yeah. Um, I bought my birthday, went to the Granby, and of course, then they found out I was too young, so I went to Anko. Then I arrived where I am today, and um, almost forty years later, I'm still here. You're still working there. Uh, yeah, and in between that, um, when we were younger, I mean, we had to do the stuff. We were. We were told, but we weren't paid for it because we were getting the So are you, are you 40 years? So you're 40 years in the one job? Um, Next year. I started in 1983. And can I ask, if it's not a very personal question, are you not bored out of your head doing the same job for 40 years? So you see, I'm not doing the same things every day. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not and it just allows me, you know. Um, yeah. No, it's brilliant. It's just a small family firm and they're mm. brilliant to me and yeah. I love it. That's I still great. get to have a lifestyle like it's not as it's demanding in some ways when yeah you have your busy busy. seasons yeah 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 well otherwise um yeah no I love it I don't work for the money the money is shite I'm still on just basic basic pay you know what I mean yeah yeah and I, I, I suppose it, it has its, it has its busy times when they get big orders in or whatever yeah so the yeah and you, yeah. You, but at the end of the day I mean I think it's probably nowadays as well I mean back then the way we were raised. You, you didn't, if you didn't go to, I mean, my, I hate school. And I said to my mom, can I leave? And she said, Barbara, you can't leave without a job. So I walked into the laundrette next door at 13 years of age to the school. And I came home and said, I got a job, can <laughs> I leave? And ever since that, I've been working. And each and every one of ours, um, the five of us, and that's the way it was. 
But see, well, that was different. Yeah, but times are, you could argue times are yeah, different. People have, different. Yeah, different work ethic. But you know what? But no, you are right. It's about a good work ethic, and you you wanted to work. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are people in this country, Babs, and not thankfully not too many who don't want to work. There's a lot more now today than there was back then. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, I I remember I was unemployed going back about forty years ago. Is between two jobs. And I went down to the Dole office in Gardner Street and um, they wouldn't give me, and the first week I went there, they didn't give me any money. And I went back again the following week because I had to fill out a lot of forms and I had to get my dad's pay slip and all that kind of carry on, right? And I brought it back to them and they said, ah, you're only entitled to £6. And I said, why? He said, because your dad earns too much money. I said, well, that's not my problem because <laughs> my father was working in the airport at the time. So I didn't bother going to... I didn't bother going to collect it. I got well, a job the follow. I got a job the following week anyway. Yeah, I said that to my Niall. Um, you won't get you won't get that and after those, um, because I'm working. Yeah. And um, but that's not the case anymore. No, no, but still, it just it just wasn't giving them the option to go on to those. Yeah, no, the, the, the welfare department, the welfare payments now are a lot more generous than they were when we were younger, Babs. All right, listen, Babs, not a bad idea. Department of Social Protection uh, should be contacting people in the area if employers are looking for people. And saying to them, either take the job, or we're going to cut your payment. Maybe that's a bad idea. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.